Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region. Shalom and welcome to another episode of Editor's Note. I'm Jonathan Hessen and joining me for today is once again Yair Binto. Yair, thank you for joining and, and coming back to us uh, after being in uh, uh, military reserve duty. But how about we open today's program with prayer and then dive into today's topic? Sure. Thank you, Jonathan. And it is great to be back here with you in the studio. אבינו שבשמיים, תודה לך שאתה אל טוב, תודה לך שאתה אל נאמן, תודה לך שאתה עשית ניסים לאבותינו בימים ההם ובזמן הזה. Thank you, our Father in heaven, that you are faithful. Thank you for doing miracles to our forefathers back in the day, and thank you for being faithful and doing miracles today in each and every one here back home in our personal lives. Bless this program, bless Jonathan, bless our viewers back at home. All right, well, today is a special day, of course, Resurrection Sunday, the day where we commemorate uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, his victory uh, over his victory sin. Over sin, over death, uh, which is, of course, uh, a significant part of our faith and, and uh, the salvation of this world. So how about we actually take one week backwards uh, as we uh, just had Passover behind our backs. Of course, it usually correlates uh, with one another. And uh, the whole aspect of, of this period had mm-hmm. to do with the Last Supper being that supper, the Seder Supper of uh, uh, Passover. So you're, you've prepared some points about Passover. Uh, we will also go through... Uh, the aspects of Palm Sunday leading to Easter and the significance thereof. Plenty of uh, Bible <laughs> verses to read today, but uh, take I'll, it away. Sure, okay. So I'll start by saying that, you know, Passover has a meaning also to everybody in the Bible, and then the special meaning that it has to us who believe in Jesus. So it's really nice to see the meaning for the Israelites before uh, Jesus came to the Lord, and then the meaning after he arrived, and which is basically the same meaning, but it's so nice to see God's faithfulness. So I will start by saying that the meaning of Passover is to remember God's faithfulness to the people of Israel. And I would like to read a Bible vor- verse from Deuteronomy 16, verse 1 to 3. Observe the month of Aviv. And keep the Passover to the Lord your God. For in the month of Aviv, the Lord your God brought you out of Egypt by night. Therefore, you shall sacrifice the Passover to the Lord your God from the flock and the herd. In the place where the Lord chooses to put his name, you shall eat no leavened bread with it. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread with it. That is the bread of application, for you came out of the land of Egypt in haste, that you may remember the day in which you came out of the land of Egypt all the days of your life. So we remember God's faithfulness to the Israelites. And in the New Testament, we see that actually Christ is the Passover lamb. 
Okay. So Just to put things into context, when we're talking specifically about Passover, it is uh, the, the Pesach. Yes. Shadonai Pesach, uh, which means he passed over the houses of, uh, of Israel in Egypt at the mm-hmm. day uh, of old, when, of course, we're communicating about uh, specifically the ten plagues. Yes. That was uh, brought upon uh, Egypt in light of uh, Pharaoh, Pharaoh's unwillingness to let the people go, and uh, then we uh, we know the whole uh, storyline of that. But Passover specifically is when the lamb was put uh, was slaughtered, and the blood mm-hmm. of the lamb was put on the uh, doorposts. Yes, in order to signal that this is a house that follows the God of uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And more than that, I also prepared the verse for that exactly. More than that, God basically, like the angel of death, passed over the houses that had the blood of the sacrifice, the sacrificial lamb. So the only way to overcome sin is by sacrifice of a pure lamb. Okay, And we can see that in Exodus uh, chapter 12, verse 27. That you shall say, it is the Passover sacrifice of the Lord who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt when he struck the Egyptians and delivered our households. So the people bowed their heads and worship. And okay, so how do we put all this into, you know, our days? Now that uh, we know that Jesus came and he was... And the sacrifice, he was the, the Passover lamb for us, for our lives. So if you go to 1 Corinthians um, chapter 5, verse 7 and 8, I will start by reading it in Hebrew, and then I will move to English. Ba'aru et haseor hayashan leman tihiyu isa chadasha. Halo atem kematzot sharei nizbach se hapesach shelanu. המשיח, לכן נחכה לא השאור ישן ולא השאור הרע והרשע, אלא במצות, במצות התום והאמת. This is 6-2? This is uh, chapter, chapter five. 5, verse 7-8. I'll read those uh, in English. Right. Therefore purge out the old leaven, that you may be a new lump, since you truly are unleavened. For indeed Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Amen. Amen. And one thing that I like about this, you know, Passover and in general holidays have all these traditions. Okay, so one tradition of Passover, and we read it in Deuteronomy, is not to eat uh, leavened bread So, for seven days. Okay, and after the New Testament, we see that God used this uh, tradition in order to signify something else. So Jesus came and he died on a cross and pured us. He made us pure and holy so that sin cannot control our lives, like he did back in the Israelites with the angel of death uh, passing the doors of the house of the Israelites who had the blood of the sacrifice. So it's the same thing. And then he said, for seven days, you need to eat 
unleavened bread, bread without the leaven. So it's it's the Passover bread, matzot, that matzah bread. That's what we eat today. And why seven days? Seven days in the Bible is signifies purity and the eternity. So basically, Jesus sacrificed his life to pure us from the sin. And now we need to keep ourselves pure for eternity. Amen. Amen. Okay. That... Uh brings plenty of verses to to mind but um during this time of course uh, last week exactly on sunday uh there was uh, palm sunday mm-hmm. and uh it was uh something uh that uh, is always a sight to behold to see thousands of people walking in the path uh where jesus came into jerusalem not far from here not far from here to proclaim uh not only to proclaim, but also to fulfill Bible prophecy mm-hmm. uh, that uh, is written specifically in Zechariah. If, if you would like to go into that specific uh, oh, yes, prophetic that's, statement. That's really a nice uh, verse, and it was, it's also a song that we were singing as we were kids growing up. Gili Me'od, creates Zechariah 9, verse 9. Gili Me'od, Bat now in English. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. Amen. And this is from uh, Zechariah. Nine, nine, verse nine. Verse nine. Uh, so, if if we would like to um, continue to the New Testament, to mm-hmm. Matthew twenty-one, verses one to six, uh, where it, Jesus actually fulfills that specific prophecy, uh, and I'd like to read uh, this right now, uh, one to six, Matthew twenty-one, where it says, as they approached Jerusalem and came to Beth Peggy, on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet, Say to daughter of Zion, See your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal, of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest heavens. Amen. 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 And it's amen. quite amazing to see every time people going, singing with the guitars and with flutes and, and with branches of uh, palm trees yeah. and, and uh, olive trees and just singing to the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. Mm-hmm. And every year we can see that last year was uh, uh, a very meager procession because of the uh, COVID-related restrictions imposed here in Israel. 
But uh, now that the government has relaxed those restrictions, it once again was packed with people, uh, not as much as uh, it was in, in uh, uh, the years prior to uh, this whole situation, but uh, it, it really is a joy to behold every time. Oh, exactly, and it's really nice to see that um, in Matthew, what you read, the people of Israel knew the Bible and they knew the prophecies about the Messiah. So when they saw Jesus coming on the donkey, they, they were celebrating, Son of David, our Messiah. So, mm. And it's so nice to see that in these days, uh, you know, we as believers also call the Son of David, the Mashiach, Yeshua, to come back to, to Israel and to, yeah. you know, to save the world. No, absolutely. Uh, and it all comes down to, to one verse, uh, which I think is, is always important to amplify, and that is John 3.16. John 3.16, as many of you at home are familiar with this, uh, uh, the fact of the matter is uh, that it all comes down to the fact that God so loved the world, you know, that... He gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It, it all comes down to that. It is God's love for this world, not for one person, not for one people. Yes, uh, he has uh, provided promises to uh, specific people. He has prof uh, uh, people prophesied in the name of the Lord to provide the the events that are about to happen but he has loved the entire world that whoever believes in his son jesus the messiah shall not perish but have everlasting life and this is the significance of easter of course also commemorating that aspect of of uh, uh, victory over death victory over sin as passover proclaims the same victory over death and sin that is proclaimed. It's, it's more than a tradition. It's God's instructions mm -hmm. that have brought us out of Egypt and uh, brought us to the promised land, which is being with him in all eternity, ultimately. Yeah. Moving to uh, the next verse, I'd like to um, go to John 11. John chapter 11. And this will be uh, somewhat of a longer reading. It's uh, from 1 to 46, and it's the story of Lazarus. Uh, when I uh, was uh, going through the various verses and preparing for today, um, ultimately I went down to the two verses, 25 and 26, which is the focus of this story. However, this story is too important to just focus every time on two, uh, those two verses, but to receive the entire context. So if we go to uh, chapter 11 and start reading at verse 1. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sisters went to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, and the Son of God may be glorified through it. 
Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. These things he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that, uh, I go that I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. However, Jesus spoke of his death. But they thought that he was speaking about taking rest in sleep. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. Then Thomas, who uh, who is called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away, and many of the Jews had joined the woman around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, but Mary was sitting in the house. Then Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, even though he dies, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. And when she had said these things, she went her way and secretly called Mary, her sister, saying, The teacher has come and is calling for you. As soon as she heard that, she rose quickly and came to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Mary, uh, Martha, excuse me, met him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house and comforting her, when they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying, She's going to the tomb to weep there. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, If you had been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. And some of them said, 
Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who, has, uh, who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that may, uh, they may be, uh, excuse me, that they may believe that you sent me. Now, when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. Amen. Two points that I find so uh, amazing about, or actually three points. The first one is the fact that Jesus proclaims about the 12 days, uh, the 12 hours in a day, mm -hmm. which are daylight, obviously, where he says uh, quite a parable in just a couple sentences. For when we walk in light, we can see, but if we walk in darkness... We're oblivious to the fact of light, mm -hmm. of where to go. We may stumble. So it is always important to walk in light. The second point is, again, going back to 2526, where Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, even though he dies, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. And then he asked, do you believe this? Mm -hmm. This is so important. Then the third point is the fact that when we look at this whole story, we realize that there's so much strife in life. And we've communicated about this uh, in the past, about the fact that I asked myself when my father was sick, what was it for? Yeah. And you asked the same thing when your mother was sick. And it is in those moments that we proclaim the name of the Lord, for it is for his glory that we're going sometimes through challenges. And the moment we proclaim his name, mountains move. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that time when my mother was in the, in the hospital, I was asking that question all the time. Why is she suffering and why is she in this situation? And then on other days, I saw people, believers coming and singing with her and she shared about God and she was positive all through the last days with all of the hospital staff and the people. Mm. And they, they came to him and said, wow, she was so optimistic throughout this whole time of suffering. And I think that is a really good testimony to, to mm. God. And that's giving glory to the Lord in these Amen. hard times. Amen. It is, you know, we can call it a metaphor or whatnot, but it is the moment that Jesus Christ died on the, the day uh, 2,000 years ago, approximately, 
uh, of course, commemorated last Friday and Good Friday, it is that we died with him. The moment we believe in him, we died with him. And today, when we commemorate his resurrection, we also emerge from death with him in life. As it says in John 12, 23 and 25, But Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless an ear of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Our Lord lives. And it is our humble opportunity to proclaim that time and again, to know that through him we have everlasting life, that we may continue to, to bear the, the beacon of, of what Jesus represents and that he is the only way mm-hmm. to heaven. We don't have very much time left, unfortunately, and... Um, we would have wanted to go on and on and on, and we will do this, of course, on, on our uh, private time away from the screens. And we encourage you, dive into the stories of the Bible. Read what is written. If you cannot uh, attain a Bible, we can uh, help you reach anybody, um, various organizations that deliver Bibles also for free. And to really dive into the Word the chronicled about what happened through the history, which is very much manifested into today because Jesus is also alive today. Mm-hmm. We have experienced plenty of miracles here at TV7 um, that time and again encourage so much ourselves and, and uh, allow us to continue. I mean, every month we have to to deal with exactly calculating so we survive to the next. But God keeps um, providing, providing, and he keeps encouraging us by that, that we may continue this work. So as we conclude, uh, Yair, 20 seconds, let's give praise to our God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. For being with us today, thank you for being with us every day and being faithful. I would like to ask you to bless our viewers, bless us here. B'Shem Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen amen. Thank you so very much, Yair. Thank you, Jonathan. And I'd like to thank all of you at home as well. Uh, wish you a blessed Easter. And we're looking forward to the next program of Editor's Note. And uh, encourage you also, share about TV7 with your friends, with your church that more and more people may join us together as one family from all over the world to proclaim the name of the Lord and to work together to further his kingdom. God bless you. Thank you for joining us in another TV7 Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us on social media.